Welcome to another episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, a guide podcast live. Happy Tuesday if you're tuning in from wherever you're tuning at in the world. Today, I'm joined by an awesome guest, Greg Eisenberg, who is previously the founder and CEO of Islands, a group chatting app for college students that was acquired by WeWork. He's the founder and CEO of Five by a leading video discovery app, which got acquired by StumbleUpon. He helped build one of the internet's most popular financial education app, Wall Street Survivor, which was also acquired. And he's been building marketing strategies and technology products for brands like FedEx, NASCAR, TechCrunch, and WordPress. Today, he builds internet communities and does early stage investing. He's the head of product strategy at WeWork, which was he was acquired by via their islands acquisition and where he built technology to support our, his members uh, in the WeWork community, find their people and build meaningful relationships. He's also a growth advisor at TikTok, one of the most popular social apps in the world right now, and a venture partner at Indicator Ventures, a tech venture fund. Man, this guy knows tech and he's been fortunate enough to be featured upon in places like Vanity Fair, Forbes, Mashable. Fortune Magazine, LA Times, and a winner of the Webby Awards. I'm really excited and honored to have him on the show today. And we're going to talk, chat, we're going to chat tech and we're going to talk a little bit about what are some of the trends he's keeping track of and also how he got his start in the tech industry and some of the things he's excited about in the future. So without further ado, let's bring on Greg. Greg, what's up, man? How you doing? Thanks for that intro. Of course, man. How have you been? Have you been hanging there during COVID-19, post-COVID and during COVID? You know, I, I've been okay. I've, uh, I feel like I, I haven't had a lot of sleep because I've been thinking a lot about all the opportunities that are happening right now with the internet. Yeah. But, yeah. Let's talk about that, man. How long have you, you know, been building internet communities now, Greg? Um, really since a teenager. So I'm 31 wow. now. Um, and it's just, it's always been something of interest, bringing people together through technology. Um, and yeah, it's only gotten bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, you know, when did your infatuation for getting into technology and building community start? Um, probably it actually started when I was 13. I, I went into a library and I found this book called the road ahead. It was by mm. Gates. And in it, it's actually quite fascinating. He basically outlines the future of um, what he believed the world to be. And he was actually spot on. He believed in, mm. like, you know, video conferencing. He believed in cryptocurrencies. He believed in, this was like probably the early 90s. He believed in, you know, shop, like basically every major innovation he basically called. And I read this book and I was like, wait, you know, this is the future. Like I need a, I need to be in this. Yeah. And, and it's just been really cool to see how it's been accelerating and accelerating, but that's how I got my, my, my first start. The road ahead by Bill Gates. Yeah. Bill Gates. That sounds like a classic shout out to Manic who is tuning in. He's, he's saying, wow, he's excited for this episode. I'm definitely going to share a link to that book because that sounds like something that everyone should have on their bookshelf. So let's talk about, you know, Island. You know, what inspired you to start that company in the past? Yeah, so we started Islands in, in 2015. Um, the idea was group chat is the new social network. Mm. 
which sounds obvious now, but back then was wasn't as obvious. People weren't woke. Yeah, well, it just takes time. It takes time. You know, our, our our vision was that you know, if group chat is the new social network, then you would have places where different communities would chat, and that that ended up happening. So Discord, which is Slack for for you know gamers, yep, that became a thing. Uh, Slack became only more of a thing. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, even Reddit today has chat. So, um, you know, we decided to we raised a couple million bucks on on the idea, and 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 decided that we were going to build specifically for the vertical of college, mm. which is where Facebook started off originally. So that's that's kind of how it started. Wow. So really kind of catching on that trend that group chat is the new social network and then building from there, choosing your niche and going from there. Yeah, I think like you do, you know, that's that's kind of been a theme in everything I've done, which is like pick a niche and Mm. there and like, don't be afraid, you know, don't be afraid about the size in the market initially. No. Um, You know, as long as you create a product that um, people will talk about and, and brings people together. I think that ultimately um, you could usually expand that market. So um, that's how we started. Yeah. You, you, you definitely have that entrepreneur and entrepreneur um, streak within you. You know, can you sp- share a lot, a little bit about, you know, the challenges of entrepreneurship, man, and starting anything new? Yeah. I think the the biggest challenge is really just the loneliness. Mm. Um the fact that it really, as founders, and even if you do have co-founders, it's a very yeah. lonely experience. It is. It is. And even when things are going well, you hope it gets better. And even when things are going well, you feel like things are going to fall apart. <laughs> and I think like it takes a certain type of person to be comfortable with a mass amount of uncertainty. Hmm. And, uh, and, 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 you know, when you're hiring people and people's lives depend on you, I think, especially during times like COVID and, and when, you know, people need healthcare and people need to take care of their families, like it's really important to, to take it seriously so that, you know, it's a serious job. Yeah. Uh, and from a leadership standpoint, so I want to ask you, man, let's dive deep on, you know, your thoughts on vertical networks. You were just talking about how, when you, when it came to Ireland, you all chose a vertical found a niche and built a, you know, a sustainable company that was successfully acquired within the process. You know, you've mentioned to me, there's a lot of trends and opportunities that you're seeing right now. So where do vertical networks and niche communities come into play? Um, and with what's going on right now, post COVID. Totally. So I think it was in 2012 or 2013, a VC by the name of Andrew Parker wrote a post about the unbundling of Craigslist. And it was this idea that legendary post. Legendary. You know, if you haven't read it, you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, like read it. It is dope. Um, and it's really cool because you know it it talks about um, you know Craigslist, which is a quite a big network, horizontal. You can do so many different things on it, and how people are basically chipping at it. So you had like mm-hmm. Airbnb come out of come out of Craigslist in the sense that it was just the listings. You had. Um, Zillow come out of it. You had all, you know, and, and if you add up the market cap of market caps of all these unbundling, it's way greater than than uh, than Craigslist itself. Hmm. Now, starting in twenty 
2016, there was a the beginning of what I believe is the unbundling of Reddit. Mm. Reddit has obviously surged in popularity over the last few years, I think because people are looking for homes for their communities. Um, and, but, you know, as well as, you know, Facebook groups. Facebook groups had a billion monthly active users, so it's a very large product. But my point is uh, Discord, um, which I think had a four point, last had a four plus billion dollar valuation, basically started off Reddit. They yeah. basically built a product that was specific for the League of Legends subreddit and said these people have a need and the need is to come together and we're going to build free audio for them mm. because you're playing games like you're going to want to be able to chat with the people who um via like via you know voice over ip and they did the positioning all the positioning is very gamer like and they did all of that and they basically took over the league of legends subreddit and became very popular and after mm. they went from league of legends they went to counter strike go and after they went to counter strike go they went to dota and after and they went you know reddit by reddit subreddit by subreddit wow and it was just an amazing example of the beginnings of this uh, opportunity to unbundle pieces. And I think um, what you're going to see is, you know, Reddit's a multi-billion dollar company. But what you're going to see over the next two, three, four years is there's going to be, you know, 15, 20 plus billion dollar companies that come out of um, looking at specific subreddits and what are the needs build something for them. And the, the one beauty about it is I'm not convinced that um, those businesses need to be also, uh, venture venture businesses as well. You can actually, you know, the beauty about building for vertical networks is you can build it for relatively cheap. The hard part is really just how do you, you know, do you really understand the audience? Do you really understand the market? Do you have relationships with some of these mods and some of these people to bring them on board? Um, and then do you have the team and that's, you know, sometimes where venture helps is, do you have the team to, once you've hit that niche, mm. expand horizontally? No, that's so powerful. And you're using Reddit as a, you know, test case example of how do you find the niche within an existing platform and then sequentially just keep following through and finding more niches within that platform because it's so established. Does this also apply to kind of other platforms? For example, you know, you're an advisor, you're, you're an advisor with TikTok, you know, TikTok integrated with existing platforms such as IG and as well as Twitter to boost their reach um, within these platforms. So does this apply to other platforms beyond Reddit in your perspective? Yeah, I think, um, you know, every, what, what happens with every big enough platform is that it starts to unbundle. Like, yeah, it can't be everything to everyone. True. You can still like Facebook groups is, um, you know, like I was saying, a billion monthly active users, it does a lot of good in the world, like in the sense of it brings all sorts of people together. Well, sometimes good, sometimes bad, actually. <laughs> um, but that's a whole other discussion. But I, I hope think there's that, not devil worshippers in Facebook groups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows it's in there? There's some deep dark corners for sure. <laughs> but I think like, you know, once you get to that point, what ends up happening is you you have this almost like Walmart. It's like the Facebook groups is like the Walmart of the internet, you know? And it's, yeah. you really don't have the, you know, the, it really doesn't speak to the audience hmm. in a way that 
if you think about how Discord spoke to the initial like League of Legends and early subreddit people, and even today the gaming community, I think um, there's opportunity for these like you know think of you know bespoke uh, basically experiences that are very positioned for the for particular audiences, um, and I'm excited about that because like you know I'm the type of guy who you know I I I you know, right where I'm staying right now, I'm in Montreal, Canada. I'm staying at my brother's place and there's like a Starbucks down the street. And then there's like the local coffee shop. Yeah. You know? And I'm, I, I, I go to the local coffee shop and it's not <laughs> like, like Starbucks, you know, like Starbucks is a good consistent product, but there's just something I get like the, this like a little piece of magic or whatever that I get when I support, my local bespoke coffee shop. Mm. And that's exactly the same sort of lens that product builders need to have um, when they're thinking about how do you build, um, how do you build a vertical network? I'd almost say, don't look at what Facebook is doing. Don't look at what Snapchat mm. is doing. Don't look at what TikTok's doing. And just like cover your ears, cover your eyes, and just think about what does this audience need? Yeah, from you. Wow, that's so powerful, man. And I, I think it speaks to the power of community now, even post-COVID-19 moving forward, how, you know, you can truly build a moat around your community. Yeah, and the be- and, and the selfish beauty of that is, um, you know, even when you look at Reddit, like, Reddit has been around for 16 or 17 years. Whew. Still kicking it and still growing. And what, you have to ask yourself, like, why? Well, because people like to go to where their community is. If their community mm-hmm. lives on this platform, you know, the way I think about community is it's like a party. And yeah. a good house party, your favorite songs are playing, there's like good food, there's your favorite drinks maybe, all your favorite people, everything just seems right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really what, you, you know, you have to, a, if a good community product person thinks about all those aspects and builds it. Yeah. So I want to shout out to Mr. Kamra Hussein. Greg, do you have a support system during this time, especially when you are all alone at the top and don't really have a lot of people around who would understand? How do you manage? Is there a support group that you go to? So two, a couple things that come to mind. The first is I do work with a coach, an executive coach. And I think, you know, having an unbiased person that you can talk to for one hour a week who you trust Mm. is probably the most high leverage thing that you can do to up level and feel sane. Mm. I don't think enough people work with coaches. That's powerful. That's powerful. So, you know, I think Manic, he's an entrepreneur right now as well. So he can relate with that (laughs) a hundred percent. Uh-oh, I think Greg is frozen on us. So meanwhile, as Greg becomes unfrozen, please let us know in the comments, do you have an executive coach? Or how are you thinking about building vertical networks for your own community if you're building a product? Greg, are you back with us, man? Executive coach. <laughs> Best thing you can do. Hard to find. I will say hard to find. But if you can find it, awesome. awesome. The second thing I do. I do, I do, which I can't do anymore because of COVID and I'm, I'm looking for a solution is I do, and this is kind of weird, 
maybe I'm oversharing. But when I lived in San Francisco, um, I I was living next to this Russian bathhouse. <laughs> this sounds like an interesting story. <laughs> and basically, for any of the people who live who live in SF, it's it's called um, it's called the Banya SF. And basically, it's this like three story room, like you know, hot bath, hot you know, hot saunas, cold baths, steam rooms. You know, it's like fifty percent like old Russian people just like you know hitting themselves, hitting each other with this like branch. It's like I forget what it, the plaza, and it's supposed to like make you feel good. And long story short, the the going into a sauna, going into a cold bath, and going to a steam, and that rotation really, really just clarifies my thinking and my in my mind. Mm can't bring in a phone and check Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And, and you just, you're there alone. And just, there's just something about it that just gives me life. Hmm. That has been, I mean, those two things have the executive coach and the hot and cold rotation (laughs) vibe has single, single handedly been the most high leverage way for, for me and has kept me sane. Therapy, man. That's that's self therapy. You know, I might try that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, and, you know, and I think it's like it might work for me. It might work for you. But I think it's everyone needs to find that their their sauna. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I I think it's you know the best entrepreneurs that I know and it, have really good understanding of what keeps them balanced. Hmm. And because or else you're gonna just end up burning out. So. I love that. I love that. You know, I want us to, you know, kind of get back to to tech and what's going on in the world today. So, you know, WWDC, Worldwide Developer Conference recently happened with Apple. They are doing a lot of stuff around the areas of, you know, spatial audio. They kind of showed us where the next iteration of the iOS is going. You know, what frontiers are you looking at, Greg, right now, aside from vertical networks and communities that excite you in terms of technology? Is AR, VR a thing that's kind of buzzing in your head or are you more interested in what's going on in social right now? Um, I'm really interested in what's going on with social just because for the longest time it was, the narrative was that like social's done yeah, and like Facebook owns it all and things have changed. Um, I don't know if you guys saw there was a snap kit presentation a couple weeks back Um with Evan Spiegel from Snap, and he talked about a lot about his vision for, um, and, and the team's vision for where they were taking Snapchat, and that's another company that I think people are just like, oh, isn't you know I don't use Snapchat, like isn't that for kids? But there's like 185 million people who log in daily. <laughs> so it's a lot of people, um, so I that's think a lot of traction. A lot of traction. <laughs> One of the things that they announced, which I'm quite excited about is this concept of mini apps. Mm. Uh, basically, um, within uh, Snapchat chat, uh, you'll be able to create these like mini experiences. So for example, like, I don't know, like a game, like let's just say like me and you were playing like ping pong or something. So you can create that app or maybe like me and you do create like, or I create like a, a shopping experience where me and you go and we buy stuff together. 
And I think there's something really interesting you can do once you have access to those apps and, and you don't have to like download another app. And we saw that yesterday um, with WWDC as well, um, where iOS 14 will have this concept of like not really downloading apps where you can just sort of access apps wow. right way away. So I think that's where that's where the world is going, these like lightweight apps. Um, and it's not, frankly, it's not really a new concept. That concept was taken from WeChat in China. China, yep. Yeah. yep. So, uh, you know, and Evan Spiegel has been um, fascinated with, um, with, with uh, China for a very, very long time. In fact, I think, and has, you know, in Snapchat his own, in, 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 you know, at least 10% by Chinese investors. So, uh, you know, I'm not surprised that that's the direction that that we're going into. And I'm excited about it because there's, as a founder or as a product builder, there's a lot of opportunity there. Like, it's, it's like the age-old saying of, um, in real estate, location, location, location. <laughs> you know? true. It, it comes back. It's like, okay, now I have access. Like, how many big companies were created in the early days when Facebook opened up their app e ecosystem, things like Zynga and like Farmville and Mafia Wars, yeah. stuff like that. Many big billion dollar companies were created um, on the backs of it. Spotify was created on the backs of it to get distribution. Uh, Groupon was created, which went public, um, multi-billion dollar exit. You know, many, many, and, and it's just, it's, you have to look at the past as a predictor of the future. Mm. And, and you know, I wouldn't sleep on mini apps, basically. That's huge. I love that. That's such a huge insight. You know, so for you, you think that we're moving towards a future, whether it be augmented reality, social, mobile apps are still going to be relevant, but it's not going to be a matter of downloading or driving people to download your app. You right. want to make it as, as accessible as possible and building on top of platforms like Snapchat or, you know, if, Facebook wants to do it for Messenger. That's or Apple, for example, is doing it for the the iPhone. That's the future we're moving towards. I think so. I think so. And I think like it's okay. You don't need someone to download your app. Like ultimately, mm -hmm. it's not about creating app experiences. It's about creating experiences. <sighs> you know, and if. I think that when when we when we as technologists when we when we become app centric companies that's when we fail, mm. um, but when we become experiences companies that's when we really are customer centric. Yeah, when we actually create cool shit. <laughs> um, you know, so I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to that for 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 everyone. No, and I love that you say this because that guy, you know, we really unabashedly thrive on saying we're an experience company and thinking about what's the end-to-end -end experience. And I think that's really where you build a moat on top of your community with experiences that serve your community and also really serving their needs. That's powerful, man. Greg, when's the book coming out, man? <laughs> I, I got, someone reached out to me, a big publishing company reached out to me and wants to publish a book. And I'm not sure if I want to do it or not to, to be, you know, in, in full transparency uh, on one hand, it's really cool. Cause like you get to like a physical thing with ideas. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, it's a lot of work to write a book. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, 
but I'll keep you posted. It is. Man, thank you so much for being on today's episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, a guy podcast. Where can our lovely guy community follow you and learn more about your work, Greg? Uh, two places. Uh, Twitter. I love Twitter. Um, you could just It's at Greg Eisenberg. And uh, I also started a Substack a few weeks ago, which I'm, I've been enjoying. You can check it out at latecheckout.substack.com. It's just a free Substack. I just I have ideas and I send stuff out. <laughs> Latecheckout.substack.com, correct? That's right. Latecheckout.substack.com. And I'm going to share that with you all right now in the link. And I want to thank Greg once again for coming on the show today. And I want to give the last word of the show to Manic Kamra. It's not about creating app experiences. It's about creating experiences. Greg, if you have a mic around, please pick it up and drop it. Such a mic drop moment. Thank you so much, Manik, for paying attention and showing love to Greg. Greg, we definitely need to have you on for a future episode, man. I mean, if you will have me, I will come back. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, man. Maybe three months from now when a lot of things are probably going on in the tech world and we're definitely way past COVID. That's, uh, that sounds good. And <laughs> I, I appreciate, Manik, I appreciate your, your love and I appreciate the supportiveness. And, and Tim, I'm excited about... I'm excited about Guide and I'm excited about uh, the podcast. And uh, thank you. Thank you, man. Talk to you soon, brother. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> you too. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, a guy podcast. It's always a joy doing these things because I get to talk to really brilliant people like Greg. And I have some amazing guests coming up in the future. So continue to tune in wherever you're tuning in from. And if you have any suggestions, on who I should have on a future episode, or if you want to be on a future episode, please reach out. I'm super excited about having the people in our community on future episodes so we can talk tech together or just talk about you. If you're a hustler, if you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is, we, we're, it's all about you and, and, and using this platform for you. With that said, sign up for guideapp.co. Our early beta is coming up soon, and we're going to be launching with an exclusive group of amazing creators, and you may be a part of that group if you sign up for our early beta on guideapp.co. We're incredibly excited. Things are moving in really, 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 really great direction, and we love, love our community. So thank you so much for tuning in. And sign up for guideapp.co if you want to be a part of our early beta. With that said, I'm wishing you peace, love, and abundance this lovely Tuesday. All right, y'all. Tune in tomorrow. Peace. <laughs>